Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Good morning, Muskoka. I hope you're all having a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm Kelly, local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist and practitioner here in downtown Huntsville. And I'm your host of Mental for Art, the show that offers creative alternatives to talking it out. And I wanted to begin this episode by saying Happy New Year and that I I really hope all of you had a beautiful holiday. Perhaps you took some time to enjoy family and friends, or perhaps you just capitalized on some much-deserved downtime or you time. Um, and it continues to amaze me at how fast the holidays come and go. And I, I can't believe it's almost the end of January already. It just blows my mind. It seems like it's gone in the blink of an eye, which is always a reminder for me at least, to be more present and aware when the holidays are here. Because it's far too easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle and forget to simply enjoy it. So um, this leads me into today's episode, which, as you know, with all Mental for Art episodes, is about you and your daily concerns, that each month we talk about a different concern or a concern specific to one of yourselves, one of my listeners, and explore an art and or photo-based activity that might support you with that concern. So as I always say, it's just a little something from me to you to help you see when you're stuck, where you're stuck, help you change your focus, and perhaps help you view your world just a little bit differently. Because as you know, I'm a firm believer that when we see things differently, we react differently. And when we react differently, well, that's when change occurs. That's where change resides. So with that being said, Let's dive right into this week's episode, shall we? Um, this is our first episode back since the holidays and since the new year, and I thought it important and perhaps a really good idea to talk about the aftermath or more specifically, how the winter months themselves can affect our mental health and what we can do to support ourselves during this time. Um, because it's been proven you know, that the winter months generally pose more of a challenge to our mental health than any other months of the year. And if we're already struggling, which some of us are, with mental health concerns such as depression or anxiety, well, like I said, this can prove to be even more challenging at this time of year for some people. And a lot of this has to do with timing. You know, we're now coming off the holidays, which is generally a busy time perhaps a fun and social engaging time, or perhaps for others, it's maybe lonely or stressful. You know, it's a, it can be a really stressful time, which is then a difficult time in its own right. So all that poses its own set of challenges, but we also have to remember that the winter months are darker months, literally, right? The reduced level of sunlight in the winter can cause winter onset sad. This decrease in sunlight, you know, can disrupt our body's internal clock and lead lead us to feelings of depression, especially depression. 
you know, there's a drop in our serotonin levels as a result that can affect our mood and play a role in our developing SAD, which, you know, I, I should emphasize or, or for those of you who are not familiar with the acronym, SAD stands for Seasonal Affective Disorder. Very aptly named. And it's a real thing. And, you know, SAD is a type of depression that's related to changes in seasons and generally begins and ends around the same time every year. And because of the change in seasons, right? That's why it's happening. The change in weather, the change in sunlight, um, you know, our activity levels, just to name a few. And it can often begin as early as late summer, you know, with the thought or the anticipation that summer is coming to an end and continue through the winter months, zapping your energy levels and making you feel not yourself, you know, leaving you feeling perhaps even moody. And when I say zap your energy, I do mean make you feel more tired, yes, but also less interested, or sorry, less interested in doing things like exercise or socializing or even even everyday things that we, t- we do every day, like cooking and cleaning and even bathing. And I know that sounds drastic, but it's true. Some of us just don't feel like doing anything, especially if we're experiencing depression or sad. You know, the thought of exercising, well, forget it, right? And the thought of cooking, no thanks, I'll just open a bag of chips or, or just not eat. And cleaning the house, well, the mind goes to who cares, right? And bathing, well, that's an aspect of taking care of ourselves that we just take for granted, that we'll do, right? But for those of us who really struggle at this time of year or, or are dealing with more depression or deep in depression or sad, it can be a real challenge to make that personal effort, right? So all in all, the winter months can really affect us both mentally and physically. Mentally in how we feel overall, you know, our outlook, our moods, our desires, just to name a few. And, you know, physically and just how physical we are or how physical we feel like being. And when we're not physical or engaging in physical activities, well, that's when things can get really hard. Because how we take care of our bodies, you know, the exercise we give our bodies, the foods we eat, both have a direct result on how we feel mentally. Huge direct result. I can't emphasize that enough, how we take care of our bodies, you know, exercise and food, huge impact. So what can we do to support ourselves and our mental health during this time, you know, during the winter months when it's darker and the days are longer and it's colder and all of those things? You know, it's a really important question, especially for us Canadians, eh? Now, if you didn't catch that, there's a little Canadian humor there for you. Um, But yeah, let's face it, unless we are planning to move to a warm country where it's sunny all the time, we're going to be up against this potentially difficult and darker period of time every year. It's just how it is here, you know, when you experience the four seasons, right? And some of us, some of us enjoy the winter months. Some of us, it's not a challenge, but we're talking about how it can be a challenge. And what makes it a challenge? And, and more importantly, how we can help ourselves with that. So on that note, 
I'm going to take a quick break here. And this will give you an opportunity to think about what we've been talking about. You know, perhaps give it some personal thought and see if you can identify things about yourself that shift during the winter months. You know, things about yourself that change during these darker, colder, longer months. You know, the things that you normally enjoy doing but have stopped. Exercises you usually do every day but have been more lackadaisy um, about them or totally avoided them. Perhaps you've noticed a weight change, be it up or down, you know, just, just take a few minutes during this break to check in with yourself and ask yourself how you're doing. Ask yourself, is winter affecting me? And if so, how, what things have changed? You know, is my, my energy level changed? Is my desire to do things changed? Just check in with yourself. So go grab a glass of water or a cup of tea or a coffee, you know, use the powder room or, or whatever you need to do. What I've encouraged you to do is just think about this. And like I said, give some thought to how the winter months may or may not be affecting you. And I'll see you back here shortly. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome back to Mental for Art. I'm Kelly, your host and local registered art therapist and phototherapy specialist and practitioner here in downtown Huntsville. Um, if this is your first time tuning into the show, I'd love to say welcome. It's always nice to have new listeners and and especially new concerns to talk about or even the same concerns, but on a different, you know, you have a different take on them. We're all individual. And also, if you are new, then feel free to catch up on any missed episodes of Mental Art by visiting the Hunter's Bay website. Easy to navigate. Just click on what's on, scroll down to Mental for Art, and check out all the episodes that we have. And also, I highly recommend checking out any and all of the other existing shows, um, as each of them has something wonderful to offer. And who knows, you may find somebody you really click with or a show that you really find yourself engaged in. There's lots, um, lots of different shows, something for everybody. And, you know, to those of you who, who are return listeners, I would also like to thank you for tuning in each month and for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to give me a chance to talk to you about different um, concerns that you're facing every day um, and try and offer some creative alternatives and approaches to, though, to how those concerns affect you and how you work them out. So getting back to today's episode, for those of you who are just tuning in today, we are talking about, um, well, I guess not really the aftermath of the holidays, but I think it flows, flows into it. It's, it's all part and partial but more specifically how the winter months themselves can and do affect our mental health and what we can do to support ourselves during this time. And I mentioned the holidays because the holidays are busy times, right? We're active. We're, we're probably um, active without even wanting to be active sometimes because, because of the need to, to get everything done. So that flows into what I'm talking about today, the aftermath of that. So as I previously pointed out, um, it's been proven that winter months generally pose more of a challenge to our mental health than any other months of the year. So if we're already struggling with mental health concerns, such as depression or anxiety, then this can prove, this time can prove to be even more challenging for some of us. And 
as I mentioned earlier, a lot of this has to do with timing. We're just coming down from the holidays, which is generally a busy time, you know, hopefully a fun and socially engaging time. But I know for some, it's also a lonely time or even a really stressful time. So all of this poses its own set of challenges. And, you know, we also have to remember that the winter months, like I said, are darker months, literally. You know, that reduced level of sunlight we experience for a few months can cause that winter onset sad. That decrease in sunlight um, can disrupt our body's internal clock and lead us to feeling depressed or more depressed than, than usual. That drop in our serotonin levels because of the lack of sunlight can play havoc on our moods and play a role in our developing SAD, which again, if you're just tuning in, um, that acronym stands for Seasonal Affective Disorder, which is very appropriately um, named SAD. It's a real thing. My daughter experiences it. Um, And as we also talked about, the winter months and the lack of sunlight can make us feel less interested in doing things we would normally enjoy doing, less interested in doing a lot of the things that support our mental health, right? That support how we take care of ourselves. And when that's missing, well, our mental health takes a hit. You know, for instance, over the winter months, some of us find ourselves overindulging. Yet for others, um, there are months where they underindulge. And so what do I mean by that? Well, I mean, some of us find ourselves overeating or eating more than we usually do. Or over drinking or drinking more than we usually do, you know, napping or sleeping longer or, or even more often, perhaps sleeping the weekends away, you know, work all week and you're, you know, winter months set in and you're tired and you're feeling sad or depressed and you, you sleep away the weekends. While others of us may find ourselves underindulging, like exercising less or not exercising at all or socializing less or again, not at all. Perhaps, like I mentioned before, we we can't bring ourselves to do the everyday things like cooking or cleaning or bathing, right? It's a difficult time. And when we think about how these longer and darker months can affect us, it's pretty clear that it is a real thing. I mean, I know for myself, I, I find myself wanting to curl up and watch, you know, more movies or TV than usual which almost always leads to extra snacking or eating when I'm not even really hungry. And so, you know, my weight takes a hit. And I tend to socialize less, maybe not necessarily because I don't feel like socializing as much, which that does factor into it. But also because some of those, you know, individuals who I do socialize with, they find the winter months pretty challenging and they just don't want to socialize, right? So that cuts back on mine. They don't feel up to it. They don't feel like themselves. And when that happens, the last thing they want to do is have to be around other people and have to be upbeat, right? Nobody wants to be around somebody that's um, not feeling great or sad or depressed. I mean, yes, we want to help them, but it's a tough place to be in, right? So when that happens and they don't feel like themselves, the last place they, they want to be is with other people and feel like they have to be upbeat. It's hard to get yourself moving when you feel like that. However, when we talk about how we can support ourselves and our own mental health during these months, getting ourselves up and moving is key. But how do you do that when you're feeling so down or low or tired or unmotivated or or experiencing sad? 
that's the challenge, right? You know, thankfully for myself, I love being outside in the snow and and taking the dogs for a walk. And and thank goodness I do, because I know that my walking every day, regardless of the month or the season or the weather or time of year, is as much about my mental health, if not more, I have to be honest, as it is for my dog's physical and mental well-being. If I don't get my daily walk in, I feel it, not physically, but mentally. But not everybody likes the snow or the cold or the winter period. So, like I said, this can make it really challenging for those who don't like to be outside and soak up the fresh air and get in touch with nature. Now, let me let me backtrack that. What I meant to say or what I was trying to say is that it can be really challenging for those who don't like to be outside in the winter because they're missing that opportunity to soak up the fresh air and get in touch with nature. Like, that's the last thing those who don't enjoy winter want to do. But here's the thing, and getting back to how we can support ourselves, walking, for instance, is definitely good for your mental health. It's definitely good for your physical health. We all know this. But more importantly, it's, it's so good for your mental health. And it's one of the simplest and easy exercises to do and gentlest on our bodies, right? But even that takes getting up and getting outside. And with all things that support our mental health, what lies beneath feeling better is our own desire and motivation to want to change it, right? Our desire to feel better and having the motivation to do something about it. Perhaps, you know, get, get out there, get some support. And, and then following through on that support or with those supportive options or suggestions that you're given. I see that so often that people are looking for the tools and and you provide tools but they don't use the tools right so you got a uh, you've got a lawnmower that's broken you go to home depot canadian tire and you grab the tool that you need to fix it but you never use the tool does the lawnmower get fixed nope so it's the same with with us if we don't use those tools that we're given to help with our mental health nothing's going to change so Like I said um, before the break, I encouraged you to take a few minutes and think about ways the winter months affect you. It doesn't have to be in a huge way, although for some of us, um, it is. But even just in the small ways, you know, that the darker months affect you. Because awareness is also key. So key here. Being aware of, you know, the effects or just recognizing that the winter months do affect you is so helpful in getting you to that place of wanting to change what's going on, right? Wanting to change that or that place of wanting to help make yourself feel better. So here's what I'd like you to do, or at least I encourage you to try. I'd like you to gather some photographs of yourself doing things, right? Photographs of yourselves in the the warmer months where you're outside and you're walking or hiking or kayaking or swimming or gardening or playing golf or tennis or pickleball, socializing or whatever it is that you enjoy doing in those warmer months. And then I want you to sit with those photographs and try and remember how you felt or you feel while you're doing them, right? How do those exercises and activities and enjoying those things make you feel? Get in touch with that feeling. And then I want you to close your eyes and picture yourself doing those activities right now. Close your eyes and literally 
practice your golf swing or your swimming strokes or bending down to smell the roses in your garden or pull the weeds or gliding on the water in your kayak as you paddle around the lake or reeling in that first catch of the summer on your fishing rod, right? Feel it, do it, make that motion, that action that you would if you were really doing that activity. Really get your mind and your body connected to the activity and physically into it. And then open your eyes and look at the photos again. And I want you to take a minute to notice how you're feeling now, right? Maybe the activity has got you feeling motivated to get out and do something or craving some physical activity. Maybe this activity will have you longing for the summer months and wishing they were here and hating winter, still hating winter. It doesn't matter because the activity will have you noticing that something is different, that something has changed in and around you. And that noticing, my friends, is the awareness that leads to change, that leads to us not wanting things to be the way they are any longer, to longing for them to be different, for it to be summer, for you to be out there enjoying what you love doing, for winter to be over. And those thoughts and that mental awareness spark feelings in us that then trigger the brain into needing to do something to make things different, into needing to do something about it right? Once the thought is in the brain, it's there and it's active and it's circulating and it wants to be noticed and acknowledged and appreciated. And until we do acknowledge and appreciate it, it doesn't go away. It won't go away. Just think about some of the thoughts, you know, that you've ever had that have taken over and left you unable to think about anything else, right? That is until you do something about it. So like I said, I really encourage you to try this photographic activity because it works for so many reasons and on so many levels. Visualizing primes the brain and the body for action. Forming a picture of those summer activities in your mind, or like we did, using those photographs of yourself engaged in them to help with that process, is priming your brain and your body for action. Using those photographs is just another huge layer to processing this, right? So, you know, for change, you know, you want to, like, we want to process and prime our brains and your body for action, for change, to want to do something about the feelings you're having and the feelings around the memories you've brought to the, to the surface, right, that you've brought forward. Our brains are powerful organs. These are, they are these powerful organs that they are the seat of intelligence. They are the interpreters of all our senses. They are the initiator of body movements, of how our body moves, when it moves, and the controller of behavior. So let's all do ourselves a favor and give ourselves a mental fighting chance this winter by changing how winter affects us. And we can do this by visualizing ourselves out there doing the things that we love by priming our brains and creating that urge, that desire, that need to be active. And then throw on some snow pants, a warm coat, a hat, mitts, and get out there and kick winter's ass by not letting it control you, right? By walking all over it, by skidooing past it, by skating right by it, by tobogganing through it, by hitting it right in the face with a snowball or two. Make this winter one to be remembered. 
And that, my friends, brings us to the end of this month's episode of Mental for Art. You can tell I'm very passionate about what we're talking about today. I really want to help you and support you in the process of changing how winter affects you. Because you deserve to feel good. You do. So I want to thank you for joining me and for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to make my Saturday morning one that I will be sure to remember. Um, And I look forward to meeting you back here once again next month when I will address yet another everyday concern and provide you with a creative activity or approach that will hopefully offer some support. So keep your emails coming because I love reading them and I thoroughly enjoy brainstorming these creative activities um, that that I think and hope will support you through those concerns. So make sure to send those um, emails and letters to Kelly at pictureyourselfwell.com using the subject line Mental for Art. And until then, this is Kelly, your host of Mental for Art, wishing you all positive growth and healing. Have a wonderful month, everyone. And remember that the best way to put a little happiness in your day is to color someone else's. So keep coloring it forward, and I'll see you soon. Bye.